10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? Welcome to Talkish Radio. It's your girl, Brooklyn's finest welcome. Today is my official first day of my podcast, and I'm so glad you guys tuned in to me. I know that you hear me every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. on FUBU Radio, but today, Talkish Radio, we got a podcast. And today, we're going to talk relationships. Now, I know a lot of you guys are going through relationships issues, especially during COVID. I've been getting a lot of questions and conversations in my DM about Brooklyn. What do I do? And let me tell you from the door, I'm not a relationship expert. Okay, let's 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 put that let's let's clear the elephant out the room right now. I am not a therapist. I am not a psychiatrist. I am not a relationship expert. I am Brooklyn's finest with my own opinion. And what I'm giving you is just conversation of the things that I believe in in relationships, the things that I've been through in relationships, whether it be good, bad, or ugly. Everything is not going to always be peachy keen, but for the next 30 minutes, we're going to talk about everything. And here we can be ourselves. On the radio, I'm PG, but here I can be RX. And RX means X-rated. I just flipped it. Yeah, okay, don't worry about it. So today, guys, we're going to talk about relationships. I really want to talk about love and that definition and what it means. I'm not sure if a lot of people truly knew what the word love means. If you even have a full understanding of what the word love means. A lot of us take that word so lightly and we just rampantly let it come out of mouth like loving you is saying hello. Like, I love you. Hey, what you doing today? Trust me, love is not like that. The moment you open your mouth to put your words together to tell a human being that you love them, make sure that you can stand behind that conversation. It's not just about saying it. It's about showing it. You have to mean what you say and say what you mean. And a lot of us tend to say, I love you. Just because, and I'm going to be real, I'm going to put the, the, the loving side of it to the side. Let's, let's be real for a minute. And men don't think I'm bashing you because ladies, I'm coming for y'all next. But a lot of men will tell a woman they love her because they want to get between her legs. They want to get what they want. Now that's not love, that's selfishness. Okay. Now women. We tend to tell a man we love them because we want to get what we want, whether it's his money, whether it's his clout, whether it's to drive in his fancy car, go on a trip with him, be seen with him, or just to say that you had sex with him, which is nasty. I'm going to pray for you. But women are just as wrong as men. Men are just as wrong as women. So I'm not here to point a finger at anybody. I'm not taking sides from anybody. What I'm going to give you is true facts. What we have to stop doing is saying those four letter words if we don't mean it. It's okay for someone to tell you they love you and you don't love them back. They may feel some type of way, but explain to them the reason why you don't feel the same. Doesn't mean that you're not going to always feel that way. But for the moment right now, you don't want to say those words because you don't mean it and you can't stand behind it. Like I said, love is just not a word you say. Love is an action. You got to, you know, you got to act on that word. You got to show your significant other that you love them. 
and showing someone you love them can be a million and one things. It can mean I'm going to get up and cook my significant other breakfast this morning. I'm going to get up and I'm going to take my significant other shopping. I'm going to get up. I'm going to pack my shit and get the hell out because she'd love that. I mean, I'm just joking. But that's the reality. We have different ways of expressing our love. So until you actually really love somebody, and loving means my definition, when I decide to say tell a person I love them, that means that there's not a moment in day or time that I'm not thinking about you. That means that I'm concerned about your well-being, your health, what you're doing, your decisions that you're making, your children if you have any, your parents if they're alive. I'm concerned about every aspect of your life. I want to be with you for the good, the bad, the ugly. I want to be able to sit there in the bed with you and we can brainstorm on the next business deal we're going to do, but also roll over and be freaks till our head pop off. When I decide to tell you I love you, I want to be your cheerleader. I want to be your supporter. I want to be able to tell you, babe, it's okay. This didn't work, but that don't mean it's not going to work. I want to be able to give you a reality check and tell you this is not the right time. That's not a good idea. We need to stop and think about it. That's how I do when I'm in love with you. Those are the things that I'm going to act on. Those are the things that I'm going to show you. I'm not going to just say it. I'm going to show you it. So when I decide to tell somebody I love them nine times out of ten, everything that I've just expressed to you guys, I've done for them. And there's not probably a person that I haven't loved that won't tell you, nah, she did that. Now, they may not have the greatest things to say about me after that, but they can't take the fact the way that when Brooklyn says she love you, she love you. She's definitely going to ride or die for you. She's definitely going to give you her last. She's definitely going to support you. She's definitely going to rub your feet and rub your back and wipe your tears and be there for your kids and be there for you. Brooklyn's going to do all of that because when I'm in, I'm all in. I'm not halfway. I'm all in. So what I want us to learn how to do, ladies and gentlemen, we have to think about it before we say it. Let's just stop using that word so freely like it's nothing. Because a lot of us get hurt behind that word love. Because the other person didn't understand the definition or they didn't get a certain type of love growing up themselves. So they don't understand the defined definition of love. They don't really know what love truly is because maybe their mother or father came from a broken family or broken home and they wasn't loved. They didn't get hugs and kisses. So now they don't even know how to love their children. So now you're repeating a cycle. Now you're an adult woman or adult man and you have no idea what it means to be loved. But fuck it. You want to be in that nigga car. Fuck it. You want to fuck that girl right now. So you want to tell them whatever they want to hear because that's what's going to make them happy. But when it's time for you to show up and show out, you get defensive because you're like, nah, I'm good. But that person is looking at you like, but you told me you love me. And now you're sitting there looking dumb. You know why? Because you don't know what love means. Your definition of love is selfishness. And before you decide to involve someone else into your life, and before you allow their emotions to get involved with you, Make sure you got those same emotions. Make sure you got that same energy to match. Because if you don't, don't waste their time. Because you might really hurt somebody that would have been good for you at a different time in your life. 
doesn't mean that they may not cross your path again. God could have brought that person into your life at that moment for you to feel what it feels like to know what love is. Something that you never truly felt. But because you don't understand it, you don't want to understand it, you get defensive about it, you get selfish with it, and then you wind up losing that person in your life. And now you got to bounce, 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 bounce till you figure out, do these chicks even or these guys even care for me? And then you start to resort back to what that person did. And then you start to compare all these new people to what that person does for you. And it's not the monetary things that that person did for you. It's that feeling that that person gave you. So now you don't realize now that you love them. You don't realize that. You just don't understand why I can't stop thinking about them. Why every time I get with this person, I want or expect them to give me that feeling that that person gave me. They can't because they don't love you. So you can't expect them to give you what the person that loved you did. So now, because of a lot of us are too prideful, instead of us taking time, asking God or the most high to guide us into a spiritual moment where we can understand and love ourselves first and then go and apologize to that person and pray that maybe they're single and give you another chance. And now the divine happens. Now, possibly you can learn to love, but the best thing for you to do is to tell that person is that I'm sorry. I didn't know how love was. I didn't know how to love. But now that you're gone, the time away from me, I realized that what you did was love. I realized those hugs that you gave me extra tight was love. I realized at times when I needed you at two, three o'clock in the morning, even though I was selfish and I just wanted to get some vagina and you was like, okay, baby, and I know you had to get up at six o'clock in the morning and go to work. You still came over and gave me because you love me. And now that I understand it, what I need you to do is to teach me how to love. I need you to show me what it means to love. So guys and gals, please, for future references, Brooklyn is asking you guys to think about those words before you say it. Because if you can't back it up, you're going to wind up being hurt in the long run. While that person that loved you is now moved on to someone that now loves them. And you still sitting here trying to figure out what the hell love was. Period. Okay. Now let's talk briefly about the time in a relationship. Okay. So lately relationships is just happening overnight. Like you meet somebody today, you love them tomorrow. Next week you're married. You got a baby next month. Like it's happening so fast. What happened to courting? What happened to a man courting a woman? What happened to a woman being a lady and allowing a man to court her? What happened? Did we miss something? I'm 46 years old. And trust me, I done did a few things in my time. But I do understand that I'm more mature now. I do know what certain words mean. I know what I want. I know what I desire. And I don't want a fly-by-night relationship. What I made the mistake of doing, guys, is I got out of a really heartbreaking relationship. And I was really hurt behind the relationship. Didn't realize how hurt I was until now. And what I did was what most people do. When we're heartbroken and we happen to meet somebody else that makes those painful feelings go away. 
They make them just disappear. We don't know where the hell them emotions go. They just go. Bye. See you later. And we're just enjoying the moment. We're just, oh my God, this feels so great. And before you know it, you're in love. Now your intentions are great, such as mine were. But the back end of it, I was completely fucked up. And what happens is, no matter what, I wasn't a malicious person. I wasn't trying to hurt or harm somebody. I truly, truly, truly cared. I truly wanted to make right because this man is giving me a feeling I never felt before from anybody. This man is making me feel things that I didn't even know I could feel. He's showing me what the definition of a man is. And I loved every moment of it. And what I did, I took it for granted. I took my scared moments and I put them to the back burner. And I'm like, I'm going to work through this. I'm going to get better. So when I'm with him, I'm awesome. But when I'm not with him, I'm crying. I'm broken. I'm hurt. But I'm never leading on to him that I'm still dealing with pain from my past. Because instead of me fixing it before I jumped into a relationship, I just threw a band-aid over it. I didn't even put no Neosporin. I ain't cleaning it with no alcohol to make sure I wasn't going to get no infection. Put no Neosporin on it to make sure it wouldn't get infected. I just put a band-aid on a raw cut. And now that cut got infected. And now I'm in pain. And he's trying to figure out what's wrong. What happened? Who did it? Who did it? Cupcakes, who did it? And all I can do is cry. All I can do is cry. Because I have no explanation. But I have to give the truth. And imagine how he felt to hear the things that I told him. I'm going to tell you guys, as using myself as an example, don't jump into another relationship after one. Give yourself time to heal. Give yourself time to yourself to understand, to love on you again. You can't go from heartbroken to back in love without healing in between. It don't work like that. It sounds great. Trust me. It even feels good for like 2.2 seconds. But when the reality sets in, that freaking wound is now infected. And now, the one thing that you need, which is closure, you can't get it. You ain't going to get it from the ex. So you got to get closure on your own. And that person that stands next to you is not obligated to love you through your pain. That person that stands next to you is not obligated to, you know, wipe your tears and understand why. Because they're angry. They're disappointed because they're like, damn, I love you. Damn, I, I, I gave you everything. Now I got to deal with your pain from your past. Had you just told me this from the beginning, we could have did, did, did things differently. But again, that's where that selfishness came in. One or two things can happen. And I want you guys to think about it. You can lose that person that you know will love you unconditionally. No matter what, even through this, they'll love you through this pain. And not love you through this pain to try to help you shake it off like a crackhead. Not like a, a, a put you in rehab and just wait to see what happens. They'll still love you. They'll still 
validate you. They'll still tell you how much you mean to them. And all they'll do on the back end is pray that you heal on your own. Now, every now and then, they may wipe your tears. But it's hard for them to wipe your tears when they have their own tears to wipe because the person that they love is possibly still in love with somebody else. Hard pill to swallow, guys. That's what we talk about today. Relationships. All right. Let's move on to the next chapter. Let's talk about trust and how important it is in a relationship. Without trust, you have no relationship. Nothing. Nada. No way, Jose. Peace. You have nothing. If you don't trust your mate, then why are you even wasting your time with them? You know why? I'm going to give you a clear understanding why. Because, yeah, I was that bitch one time. You don't trust them, but you're amazed and loved by them. And it's not, you know, in my case, it's not the, uh, the love that you love. It's the, the, the you know, the, the vitamin D that you get during the day and during the night. You fall in love with that. You fall in love with that moment there. Even though you know you can't trust them, they ain't worth you closing your eyes for a half a minute. You still with them. You still love them. All because they satisfy a feeling. And fellas, it go the same for you too. Y'all be having these women out here dragging y'all. Y'all be looking crazy and we be like, what? You was a good man. What is wrong with you? And y'all use all type of excuses as crutches to remain in a relationship when you know it's not healthy for you. But there's something that you love. It's a feeling that you love that remains you to be there. Even though you don't trust them. Even though you know it's toxic for you. Even though you know this relationship ain't going no goddamn where. You still love them. But the question is, do they love you? Because when they love you, a person's not going to purposely hurt you. When they love you, they're not going to take you through a toxic moment. When they love you, they're not going to purposely hurt you. That's not what love is. Love doesn't hurt. Love gets complicated, granted, but love never hurts. So whoever keep telling y'all that, stop listening to them. Love is that feeling that you feel so high. You be like, if this what crack feel like, I'm about to go get high. I got to go get some crack right now, God damn it, because I want to feel like this every day, all day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yeah, I want to feel this feeling right here, folk. Folk, I want to feel this feeling right here. Yeah. But again, we as human beings fall in love with a feeling. Even though deep down in your heart is tapping on you, telling you, uh uh-uh, this ain't the one. You ignore that tap. You're like, look, man, I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to get some tonight. Your heart like, okay, you're going to go over there. I'm going to tell you exactly how this is going to happen. You're going to go over there and you're going to see something or smell something you ain't ready for. And then you're going to be asking questions why. And then they're going to get real defensive and you're going to be like, well, why are you getting so defensive when I'm just asking you a question? Hmm. That's when the trust factor comes in. Because mark my words, when that person is out there doing the most, they will accuse you, the person that's at home, taking care of the kids, 
doing the homework, cooking the dinner, cleaning the house. They will accuse you of cheating when it's their guilt and they're the ones cheating. They'll have everything to say about what you do or how you looked at her or who was that on the phone. And this could just be business. This could be a friendship. Ladies, let me make you understand. Men are allowed to have female friends, so cut that shit out. And men, ladies are allowed to have male friends. Cut that shit out. Now, our male friends and, men and female friends do have to get parked every now and then. And we do have to label boundaries on that friendship. If there was any past love interest, that's hard to get past that. That's hard for your current relationship to swallow. Now, if you had a friendship prior to your love fling and the fling happened and it didn't work out, but you guys remain good friends, then again, that's still going to be a hard pill to swallow in your relationship, but you won't have to come to terms with certain things. But as long as you have instructions to your friendships, then you have to allow your partner to have opposite sex friends. It's, not, it's natural and it's human. And if you don't, it's going to show your red horns uh, your insecurities and your non-trusting. And if that's the case, you're going to wind up losing your mate. Period. Next topic. Let's talk about long distance relationships. And how does long distance relationships sustain? How? People ask me that all the time. Brooklyn, how? How? Trust me, a lot of phone calls, a lot of traveling, a lot of phone calls, a lot of traveling, lot of conversations. Boy, we went back to when the phone conversations, our phone bills went on minutes. Oh, my phone bill will probably be like two, three, four thousand dollars every single month. Period. I had to be like, look, babe, call me after 7 p.m. because that's when my minutes are free. Yeah, we had to talk every day after 7 p.m. We couldn't talk none. What it was, it was 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., right? That be it. Yeah, that's when we were told. Guys, you gotta trust your relationship. You got to trust the process. Long distance lasts because of trust. Trusting each other. Trusting our patterns. It's already a, a big obstacle in the way, which is space. You live way over here and I live way over there and we got to make a relationship work. Now, say if people don't have money like that, they can't travel like that. Say if if, if people don't have time like that and they can't, you know, commit to seeing you when you want to be seen or you got a weekend off, but they don't got a weekend off. It, it gets complicated. A lot of long distance relationships don't last, but a lot of long distance relationships be the best thing for a lot of people. Because if you could get through a long distance relationship, trust me, you're going to be okay. Now, the test of that relationship will be the first time you guys have to live together. It's different when you're not living in the same house, not even in the same state and you can travel and it's good. And it's fun because you get to go home and they get to go home. But when that person's in your face every day, all day, <laughs> it changes. Trust me. You still love them. But you're like, huh, there's a bedroom over there. I, I, I got an extra bedroom in the house. That is your bedroom. And they be looking at you like, my bedroom? Yeah. That means that when we get in an argument, ain't nobody leaving this house. You go in your bedroom. I stay in my bedroom. We cool out for 24 hours. And then we come back to the living room and we talk the next day. Never go to sleep upset with your mate. You don't know if they can die in their sleep. You don't know if they'll get up in the middle of the night while you're sleeping and go take a ride, get in a car accident and die. You don't know if they'll have a heart attack and die. 
You don't know if they'll get up in the morning and leave and die. It's never good to go to sleep upset. It's best whatever drama or issues that you have, you put them on the table, you communicate. You might not agree, but at least be in a common understanding so you can sleep well. It's never great to sleep with any type of negativity on your brain. Your brain does not sleep well. You don't sleep well. It can cause a stroke. It can cause a heart attack. It can cause so many different things because your brain is not in peace. And in relationships, we need peace. Men need peace. Women need peace. Guys and ladies, we got to do better. Like I said, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. Nor am I a relationship expert. But who I am is Brooklyn's finest. And what I'm going to give you is my best relationship advice. And I just want us to be back on the love thing. Can we go back to Love Jones, y'all? Y'all remember when Love Jones came out? It was like, jazz, jazz. You got the jazz fingers. Give me jazz fingers. I want the jazz fingers. It was like, yes, yes. That's the type of love I want. I want all of that. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, things went left. And the time changed and reality changed. And before you know it, we were all sitting here like, okay, what? What happened? What? And now here we are, 2020. Love ain't what it used to be. Relationships are not longer what it used to be. Relationships now are a job. And to be honest with you, since social media came out, relationships have not been the same. Men and women have too many options. You have so many options to cheat without getting caught. But screenshot is a motherfucker. That's all I'm going to say. These cameras are a motherfucker. Be careful. If you're not happy with the one you love, then leave. Okay? There's no need to stay in a relationship with somebody that don't make you happy. Try communication. Try counseling. And even through those two time starts, if it doesn't work, then you guys have to face the the raw reality of it's not going to work and we have to end. It's not fair to hold someone's life up because you don't know what you want or you're unsure of what you want. And it's not fair to them to sit back and wait for you when all they want to do is be loved. Guys, make sure you place comments at the bottom. I want to hear all your discussions. I want to hear your questions, your concerns, anything that you feel that you want to get off your chest. Last week, I talked about the law of attraction, how it was so important to manifest your life, speak it into existence. I'm on week two of the law of attraction. And when I tell you, it's been so wonderful. I've been going through a lot. I've been dealing with some personal issues behind the scenes. And despite that, I still have to get up and be mentally stabled. I have to not allow that negative energy or that negative thought process to enter my brain cells. I still have to be happy. I still have to go ahead about my life and just give it to God and ask him to guide me. But I'm telling him every morning, I'm great. I'm destined for greatness. I'm wonderful. I'm rich. I'm beautiful. I'm black. I'm proud. I'm loved. I'm blessed. I'm nourished. I say these things to myself every day. And every time I start having a bad moment, I stop myself and say, we're not going to do that. Law of attraction. And then I reverse the words that I just said negatively and make them positive words. 
And I want you guys to work on doing the same thing. Work on manifesting your life. Instead of being negative, try it just for one day first. I'm going to say try one day. I'm two weeks in, so I'm, man, I've seen great differences. I'm not going to lie. I've seen magnificent change in my life. Just my thought process itself. Do you know how it feels to not have one bad thought? To just be constantly comfortable and happy all day? Not allowing any negativity to even attempt to come your direction? It's like you're playing dodgeball. You're like, "Uh uh-uh, not going to do it. Uh Uh-uh, block that. I'm like Mortal Kombat right now with the negative energy. Like, huh, I got you. So I'm asking you guys, I'm challenging you guys to do the same. Practice law of attraction. Your girl Brooklyn's finest is always here. And I'm always going to give you the best information that I possibly can. I'm not perfect and I make mistakes. So don't kill the messenger. Trust me. I'm only giving you the opinions and the thoughts and the decisions and the life changes and, and, and styles that I've done in my life. I can only give you from what I know and the things that I possibly have done my research on. So, like I said, we're here with each other. If I don't say something that makes you comfortable or if I said something that's incorrect, please correct me. I take criticism very well. Just don't come for me. Watch how you talk to me. Talk to me nice and I will talk back. Okay? Yeah, I remember when I used to say that, right? Guys, thank you so much. I asked you for 30 minutes of your time for my first podcast. And I hope I was able to give you clarity, some understanding. I was hoping that I was giving you some food for thought. So if you're having challenging issues in your relationship, think about the things I said. And if you don't agree with it, it's fine. We're not here to compete. We're not here to go back and forth. What we're here to do is bounce ideas off each other's head. So if it's something I said you don't agree with, definitely leave a comment. Send me a message. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at Brooklyn's Finest 347. Also, make sure you tune into my show every Thursday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FUBU Radio. You got to download the FUBU app. You can go to TuneIn, iHeartRadio.com, your app store, Google Play. Download the FUBU app. You can listen to me and everybody else. But this is your girl, Brooklyn's Finest. I'm signing off. See you tomorrow, 6 p.m. sharp. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys.